So we will begin as we often do in a comfortable cross-legged seated position. So uh, create a posture where you feel supported. And whether this be in a cross-legged seated position, up on some padding, or in another pose, let whatever, whatever shape you create uh, be the perfect pose, as uh, my teacher Cal used to say. Uh, this, could be, this could be the perfect pose. So as you arrive in this time and space on your mat, invite yourself here. Invite yourself with um, love and with warmth. Rest your hands on your thighs. Settle down through your legs and hips. Grow tall along your spine. Shrug your shoulders up towards your ears, actively lengthening the sides of the body before looping the shoulder blades together behind your heart. Create a broad, open, lifted chest, exposing the heart space. Bring your chin down parallel to the floor as you lengthen along the back of the neck and lift through the crown of your head. Orient yourself in this moment. begin this orientation by using your sensors, your sensory experience of the external world. You might listen for sounds in the world around you. You might notice smell. You might feel the sensation of air against your skin, sunlight perhaps, a breeze or, um, or the influence of a fan. Delve into the experience of your body in this shape. Where, what, how might you be feeling? Physically, emotionally. moment. And although we are uh, apart, although we are uh, in our separate spaces, 
I was uh, thinking of the imagery this morning of um, those cell phone commercials when they show you um, the <laughs> when they show you how well how good the signal is working. They show you the map, and there's all these points of light, and they're all connected to each other. So we might consider ourselves like that in this moment. All our individual points of light connecting to each other, connecting to the environment around us, interacting. Notice the breath. This constant interplay of the internal and the external. Drawing outside air in and expelling inside air out. You might engage with the breath using the ujjayi pranayama technique, drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of the throat. Adding a element of sound to your breath. Let, consider that that sound is yet another, um, another piece of this landscape of sound. Breathe through three more rounds using the Ujjayi Pranayama breath technique. Riding the waves of the breath. Being present with the swell of the inhalation as well as the ebb of the exhale.
after you examine those three rounds of breath, draw your palms together in front of your heart. We'll chant Om three times before beginning the moving practice. Exhale, empty the lungs. And inhale for the first of three alms. Bow your head to your heart, release palms to thighs, and then slowly lift your head as you open your eyes. Switch the cross of your legs, bringing the opposite ankle on top or in front. Let's inhale to sweep the arms overhead, reach up, look up, palms touch, and then exhale, hands come down through heart center, shoulders on the back, arms to your sides. Inhale, circle up. Exhale, hands down through heart center and arms to your side. Shoulders roll back. Once again, inhale up. And exhale, arms to the sides. This time, inhale to reach the arms overhead. Grow the spine tall. And then exhale, revolve the chest, then set the hands down. Right hand to left thigh, left hand behind. And before using the hands to create the revolution, in the chest, use the abdominal muscles, excuse me, use the, <laughs> twisted it right at me, use the abdominal muscles to shift from right to left, and then use the hands to create that openness of the chest space. Shoulder blades hug together, collarbones broad, head over heart, heart over the center of the pelvis, so keep that central channel moving from floor to ceiling, earth to sky, and in the middle and in between, make that revolution around that space. Breathe into the shape to create length, to create awareness. Let's keep the right hand where it is, extend the left arm up, reach up, and then exhale, lean at an angle over the right thigh. Keep the left hip tacked down. You can use the right hand against the thigh to revolve the right shoulder forward as you look up beyond the left tricep muscles towards the ceiling. Soften the face, the edges of the mouth. Direct awareness to the left side body, creating space.
then inhale to come back to center. Left hand down, back uh, arms to this either side. Inhale, arms overhead, grow tall. And then exhale, revolve the chest to the right wall. Hands come down gently. Focus on using the abdominal muscles to create the, uh, the revolution in the um, abdomen and low back. And then the hands can push down. The left hand can pull back on the right thigh to revolve the left side of the ribs, the left shoulder towards the right. Right hand can be on the floor or uh, grabbing the uh, prop that you might be seated on to draw the right shoulder blade onto the back of the chest and eventually the gaze goes towards the back wall or wraps over the right shoulder. Again, infuse the pose with breath and awareness. Keep the left hand as it is, right arm extends along the right ear. Reach up out of the right waistline, keeping the right hip tacked down and rooted. Exhale, lead the upper body towards the left. You might use the left hand to draw the left shoulder forward, left ribs forward. Look up beyond the right arm towards the ceiling. Notice tension in the face. Is it possible to soften there? Relax the cheeks, the edges of the mouth, the jaw. Turn to center, hands by the sides, inhale, arms up, and exhale, fold forward. You might use the hands on the floor to brace uh, the upper body as it comes down. Keep your hips rooted, tailbone tucked towards the earth. Walk the hands forward, lower the forearms, lower the forehead. Release the head uh, perhaps onto the support of padding or the support of the floor. Notice what comes up in this shape. What, where, how are you experiencing this moment, your body in this shape, in time? Although we um, come to relative stillness, like we, we kind of stop um, adjusting at some point in the pose, but there is always breath, there is always movement as long as we're holding the pose. Consider how the pose is formed and changed with each breath. Slowly start to walk the hands back up as you come to an upright seat. And now we'll come to a rock pose. So rock pose uh, has the knees together, toes pointing back. 
There's uh, several ways you could prop this pose. If it's uh, too much for the knees to uh, be seated on the hips, you could bring some padding uh, between the hips and heels, or you could separate the feet and take the hips to a block. Once you've found your rough pose, again, create a tall spine, tailbone lengthening down, front of the pelvis lifting, chin parallel to the floor. And then we're going to do our cat and cow shapes uh, with this upright spine. So we'll, do, we'll take this, uh, this sequence in three parts. We're going to start with the pelvis, the lowest part of the spine. As you inhale, rock the pelvis forward as though you're tipping the bowl of your pelvis forward. And then as you exhale, tip the bowl of your pelvis back, rounding your low back, tucking the tailbone strongly forward. We'll do that a couple more times with the breath. Inhale, tilt the pelvis forward. Exhale, tilt the pelvis back. One more. Inhale. And exhale. Now we'll start to uh, focus on the middle body. As you inhale, thrust the middle ribs forward, contract the middle back, and then exhale, draw the middle ribs in and pull them back, belly button in towards the spine. Inhale, move from the middle body. Exhale, contract the abdomen round the middle spine. One more time. Inhale and exhale. So the lower body and the upper body are moving along with this. Their focus is just here. Now we're moving the focus to the chest, the neck, and the head. Inhale, thrust the heart forward. Hug the shoulders back. You might even tilt your chin and gaze up. And then exhale, round the shoulders forward, pull the heart space back, tuck the chin possibly towards the chest. Inhale, heart forward, shoulders back, gaze up. Exhale, round the shoulders forward. You might use your hands against your thighs to pull the hands isometrically away from one another to open up the space between the shoulder blades. Inhale, the chest comes forward. Gaze goes up and exhale, chin to chest, shoulders apart, heart moves back. And now continue with your breath and explore any point along the spine that feels, um, that is most compelling to uh, examine this morning. So again, where, uh, what and how are you experiencing these movements? And again, try to synchronize breath with movement so you come to the peak expression of your heart opening at the top of your inhalation, the peak expression of the opening of your back body, the contraction of the front body, this turning in as you exhale the breath completely. Return to a neutral spine, and uh, we're going to find blocks. So this can be done if you don't have props at home, um, improvise. You can, this can be done without blocks. But if you do have blocks, locate them now and bring them shoulder-width distance apart, 
at the top third of your mat. So we're going to do a puppy dog pose using the blocks. Place your elbows on the blocks and maybe uh, bring your hands together at prayer or you can interlace the fingers. Then we're going to extend the elbows forward, situate the knees wider than the hips and tilt the tailbone skyward. So uh, similarly to how we rocked the pelvis forward, we're going to tilt the tailbone towards the ceiling. Experience the inner thighs moving back and apart. So they might be doing that anyway with this tilting of the tailbone skyward, but then emphasize that as though your um, inner thighs are magnets that are, what are they? <laughs> Apparently I forgot how magnets work. With their, the same polarization and they spread apart, <laughs> right? Inner thighs back and apart, tailbone skyward, uh, elbows extend forward and press down onto the blocks. And uh, you might change the setting of your blocks according to how you're experiencing this. You might like them lower, you might uh, experiment with them higher than they are. Melt the heart space towards the floor. Get a connection, a sense of the upper back contracting, the heart melting, the uh, tricep muscles extending. And you can re release the forehead towards or to the floor here. Infuse the pose with breath. Once you've found a, um, once you've found your sustainable shape, the shape that is interesting, uh, that Goldilocks pose, not too hot, not too cold, the perfect porridge. And then again, consider how the breath shapes and deepens the experience. Okay, push yourself up into a tabletop position from here. Now we're going to take a twisted child's pose. So the knees are wider than the hips. We're going to thread the right arm between the knees, reaching back through the left calf ankle or perhaps the heel. Land the back of the right shoulder, right side of the head on the mat. Push the knees down. Shift the hips gently to the left. You might push the left hand down and look up under your left armpit. So if you've done this shape with me before, you might recall the um, imagery of a sponge. As you inhale, the pose, the uh, inner organs filling with water like a, like a full sponge. And then as you exhale, wring out the sponge, pull the belly button in towards the spine. You might be gently shifting the hips to the right, revolving the right shoulder towards the left. Uh, in, uh, <laughs> promoting circulation. And an inhale brings us back 
to the table shape. Left hand threads between the knees, reaches for the right calf, ankle, or heel. Land the left side of the shoulder, the back of the shoulder on the floor or the left side and or the left side of the head. Probably and. Push the knees down, shift the hips gently to the left to intensify the sensations of this shape. Right fingertips in the uh, push into the floor. Gaze might uh, revolve up to the ceiling, up beyond the right tricep muscles as the right shoulder inches towards the left, the left ribs, the left shoulder inch towards the right. And again, fill the sponge as you inhale. Expand the inner body. Exhale, ring out the sponge. Pull the belly button in towards the spine. Shift the hips to the left, shoulder to the right. Inhale back to center, back to the tabletop. Walk to the top of your mat. Place your wrist shoulder width distance apart. Spread your fingers, root the knuckles. Try to lift into the wrists. So although this looks like very little, you can really start to work the arms here in the tabletop position. As you root through the knuckles, as you lift through the wrists, attempt to revolve the inner elbows forward without locking or thrusting the elbows forward. So there's a very gentle bend in the elbows as the shoulders widen away from the ears. Upper back tones. Extend the legs back into a tabletop or into a plank position with the knees lifted or the knees lowered. Try to keep the alignment of shoulders, hips, and knees or shoulders, hips, and heels. So you want the sides of the waistline to be elevated Lower ribs knitting together, tailbone lengthening towards the heels, kneecaps lifted in Janu Banda. So knees pull in and up with the engagement of the quadriceps, really every, <laughs> extend back through the heels, extend forward through the crown of the head. Soften the face, look at the top of your own mat, keeping the back of the neck long. Hold here for five. Four, three, two, and one. Bend the knees as you push the hips up and back for downward facing dog. So really extend the arms forward overhead as you push down, push forward as you shift the hips up and back. And then you may begin to walk out your dog. Bend one knee, reach the opposite heel towards or to the floor. Examining the back of each leg as you pedal out the feet. Recognizing uh, the differences, the potential differences between the legs. Does one leg feel tighter or shorter? If so, consider giving that leg a little bit more time and attention. And we've all missed doing push-ups the last week. And I don't think we did on the, 
Even in the silent class, there were no push-ups. So let's do some push-ups. Inhale, come forward to plank, possibly onto the knees. Exhale, lower down, chaturanga. Inhale, push back up, lifting through the sides of the waistline. Exhale, shift the hips back, downward facing dog, because it's yoga. Inhale, forward. <laughs> Exhale, lower. Inhale, push. Exhale, back two. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back three. Two more first set. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back four. Last one, first set. Inhale, come forward to plank. Exhale to lower. Inhale, press back up and exhale back. Downward facing dog, right foot inches towards the center as you lift your left leg straight up and back. Prolonged three-legged dog. You always like to hear that prolonged attached to three-legged dog, don't you? Hands push down and forward, hips shift up and back, left toes point straight down, look at the left leg, and then keeping the toes oriented towards the earth, lift through the back inner thigh, lift the leg, lift the leg, lift the leg, lift the legs, and then look forward and lunge the left foot between your hands. Hands can either frame the front foot, fingertips on the mat, or you might grab your blocks, which are potentially right there anyway, and place them underneath your hands. That's this is my uh, recent preference in my own practice is to use these blocks. Notice your own, um, <laughs> notice your own uh, preference and notice that it might change over time. What you like today might not be what you want to do tomorrow. Okay, so decide the depth of your lunge that feels supportive, that Goldilocks Pose, the perfect porridge, not too intense that you feel that you are straining or injuring yourself or making it so you never want to do yoga again, uh, but not too, not, too, um, <laughs> not too easy that it's not interesting, that you feel nothing. Okay, from here, let's, if you have the block, bring it to the outside of the ankle. Uh, either way, bring a block to the outside of the ankle and then turn the right heel to the floor. Hug the left arm and left knee into one another and then sweep the right arm to the sky. So variation on side angle pose. You might look up as you broaden across the chest, suction the outer edge of the right foot to the floor. Notice what and where you're feeling. Arrive in this moment, this strengthening pose. And then hand down, lift the back heel and lower the back knee to the floor, possibly onto some padding. Slowly melt the hips down and forward. And being mindful as you do so. Again, this idea of um, finding the balance between, um, between <laughs> expansion and um, contraction. Uh, something that is um, interesting but not painful. Hands might come up onto blocks or uh, rest on the hips as you lift your chest up. Square the hips and chest forward. 
So as you let the knees, as you let, as you let the left knee extend forward and the hips melt down, keep the legs scissoring in. So right knee is gently drawing forward, left foot is pulling back slightly. Neither choose to stay here or reach up. Point the right toes, reach back with the right hand for the inside of the foot. Gently begin to pull the heel towards the outer hip. This might be uh, achieved also with a strap. So if, you, if that foot's just not, if your arm's just not long enough to reach that foot, you can uh, place a loop around the strap, a loop, the loop of the strap around the right foot and hold the, hold the strap. Kick the foot into the hand as you draw the heel towards the outer hip. Release the right foot. Send the hips back, left toes towards the ceiling, round over the left leg. Pull the toes back towards the chest. Lift up into the left kneecap. And come into this variation of a runner stretch. Targeting the back of the left leg. And noticing where else you might be feeling this shape. The hands might be on the blocks or you might start to walk the hands forward and melt the forearms towards the floor. Might also be interesting to shift the hips from side to side as though drawing the mouth of a smiley face with your hips coming up at each edge. So exploring the different parts of the hamstrings. The, the outer and the middle, inner outer middle, along the back of the left leg. Okay, shift back forward, place the blocks off to the side, tuck the back toes, Send the left leg back once again for downward facing dog. Get acquainted with your dog. Push the hands down and forward. Shift the hips up and back. Look at the legs. Lengthen down through the heels and try to lift along the front of the leg. So as the back of the leg lengthens, the front of the leg strengthens. So try to diminish the crease at the front of your ankles. Try to engage those thighs to lift the kneecaps. Push the hip creases back. And then inhale to shift forward into plank for our second set of five push-ups. Exhale, lower down, possibly coming to the knees. Inhale, lift through the sides of the waistline, push with the hands. Exhale, hips shift back because it's yoga. <laughs> you gotta make it look like yoga. Inhale to down, inhale to plank. Exhale, lower. Inhale, push. Exhale, back two. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, push. Exhale, back three. Two more. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back four. Last one, second set. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. 
Exhale, back, downward facing dog, left foot towards center, right leg lifts. Again, the prolonged three-legged dog. Keep breathing here. Push the hands down forward, shift the hips up and back at an even rate. Lift through the right leg as you point the knee and toes straight down towards the mat. Lengthen down through the left heel, back of the leg lengthens as front of the leg strengthens. Look to the right leg, lift, 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 and then look to the top of your mat, lunge your right foot forward between your hands, set up on fingertips or hands on blocks. Notice uh, the depth of your shape. Is the knee over the ankle? Is that too deep? That might be too deep. Listen to your body. So, um, so yoga, as we all know, is not just about flexibility. Flexibility is a component, but we're also trying to find strength. We're find, trying to find balance between, um, <laughs> we're trying to find balance in many ways. So as you extend back through the left leg, make the left leg strong. Lift into the inner thigh, lift into the kneecap. From here, we're gonna shift once again to that variation of side angle. So bring a block to the outside of the right foot, place the hand on the block, hug the leg into the arm and the arm into the leg. And then turn the left heel towards the floor. Sweep the left arm up as the chest faces the left, gaze goes up beyond the left fingertips towards the sky. Engage the left leg, suction the outer edge of the left foot to the floor. Revolve the right ribs towards the left wall. Stack the left shoulder on top of the right shoulder, expansion across the chest. A strong and expansive pose. Gaze down, hand down, back heel lifts, and then we're gonna melt the back knee to the floor, possibly onto some padding. Melt the hips slowly down and forward. So again, as we expand, as we release the hips, we also engage the legs. So uh, left knee draws forward, right heel pulls back, and either hands can come up onto uh, blocks at a higher height, or hands can come onto the hips. As you lengthen your spine, lift the crown of your head, broaden your chest. Again, find the balance, find the, uh, find the perfect porridge. So uh, choose to stay here, or if you're interested in the quad stretch, look back over the left shoulder, point the left toes, bend the left knee, reach for the inside of the foot. This might be cramp-inducing, so you might have to uh, go in, get out, go in again. Perhaps use the strap. Engage the left leg, pushing the foot into the hand, pulling the heel towards the outer hip. Maybe revolve the chest forward. Maybe take the right arm to the sky.
Release the foot as you're ready. Square the hips and chest forward and then sweep the legs back. So I noticed that um, it, it's, I want to scooch my right heel forward a little bit to give me more space as I hip, shift the hips back into this runner stretch. So you might find that helpful as well. So hips pull back, foot pushes forward, toes pull back, kneecap lifts, lengthen along the back of the le left leg as you engage the top, or right leg as you engage the top of the right leg. So hands can stay on blocks or hands can come to the floor as you round the spine over the right leg. Perhaps the hands inch forward, forearms melt down, round the spine, chin to chest, forehead towards or to the leg. Maybe hips shift side to side, drawing that smiley face with your tailbone. Edges of the mouth turn up at either side. Moving the focus from the inside of the hamstrings through the middle to the outside, perhaps pausing in any place that feels particularly interesting, in need of some attention. Back through center, right foot to the floor. Take the blocks off to the side, tuck the back toes, back once again to downward facing dog. Push the hands down and forward, shift the hips up and back, lift into the kneecaps, lengthen through the heels. And then once again, find your way into a plank position with the inhalation. Lower your knees to the floor, tilt your tailbone towards the ceiling, Look forward, reach the chin forward, exhale, bend the elbows, lower the chin and chest to the floor at approximately the same rate. Elbows in, shoulder blades on the back, tailbone tilts up. Take a moment here, knees, chest, chin, and then slide forward onto your abdomen. Arms at your sides, chin on the mat. Lift the legs one at a time, lengthen back through the toes, press the tops of the feet down. Ground the tops of the feet, engage Janu Bandha, kneecaps pull in and up, lengthen back through the tailbone, scoop it forward, engage the lower body, grounding the pose, grounding the low body, interlace the fingers behind your back. Point your elbows towards the ceiling, hug your shoulder blades together behind your heart, and inhale, start to extend the knuckles back, reach the heart forward, draw back through the sides of the neck, lift through the crown of the head, Use the strength of the back body, the upper back especially, to lift and open the chest. Keep the feet engaged, pushing into the floor, reaching back, lengthen to the tailbone, draw in and up on the lower abdomen, give it all you got, lift up, take off, curl open the heart, and then exhale, let it go. Left cheek to the floor, arms at your sides, big toes touch, heels widen apart, head heavy, neck soft. Arms heavy, upper back broad. 
Return to your breath. And come back again, back again, back again to this moment. We spend so much time contemplating the uh, past, um, anticipating the future. Yoga, uh, this time on our mat, is an excellent opportunity to uh, cultivate this skill of presence. Chin on the floor, interlace your fingers behind your back with the opposite thumb in front, if you can figure that one out. Point your toes back, press the feet down, squeeze the inner legs together. And with your next inhale, shrug the shoulders back, reach back through the knuckles, reach back through the toes, lift the chin, the chest, the feet, the thighs, up away from the floor, gradually take off, take flight. Sides of the neck back, crown of the head lifted. Exhale to lower. Left cheek to the floor. Arms at your sides. Big toes touch. Heels widen apart. Head heavy. Neck soft. Arms heavy. Upper back broad. Big toes touch. Lower back broad. Let yourself be held. Chin to the floor. Take your arms out to either side of you. And then turn your gaze towards your, um, toward, to look at your left thumb. Align the thumb with your gaze. And then uh, take, your <laughs> take your gaze to the right thumb and then pull your right hand in and roll onto your right side. So we're doing a shoulder stretch here. We've already done quite a bit of shoulder opening, so this might you might have a uh, considerable access to this shoulder that you may not have had previously, or you know, just be where you're at, notice where you're at. So you might start by stacking the hips. You might go deeper by bringing the right foot to the floor, 
still to go deeper you might bring the right hip down and bring the left hip to the floor so just getting deeper into a twist where your chest is facing one way and the front of your pelvis is facing another way uh, in order to create sensation to create awareness and expansion in the left shoulder and it might not be um might be concentrated in that area but it might not be exclusive to that area so notice what else you might be feeling the full body is participating in this shape so again once you have the uh, once you have the shape consider how breath and time um, change and expand your experience few more breaths in this shape see if you can stay with the breath for three cycles as you're ready bring the chest back to the floor Keep the gaze looking right and line up your right thumb with the gaze. Turn the right cheek to the mat, left fingertips to the mat or the floor, and then push the left fingertips down, walk the right fingertips out, come onto your right side. First, stacking the hips. If that's plenty of sensation, plenty of uh, interest in the right shoulder, stay there. If not, bring the left foot down. If still, you want more left hip down, right foot to the floor. You might even sweep the left arm back and try to clasp the hands. So again, upon arrival in this shape, notice breath. And again, consider this idea that although sensation might be concentrated in the right shoulder, there may be other points of interest in the body, the whole body doing the pose. Three more breaths. Stay with the breath. 
as you're ready. Come back to the chest, back to the belly, arms at your sides for a moment. You might rock the hips from side to side. And then we're going to come up into a bow pose gradually. So we're just going to start by bending the knees. You can either point or flex the feet. Reach back with the hands. Grab the outer ankles or the outer feet. Ankles if the feet are flexed. Feet if the feet are pointed. Just grab one foot if only one is accessible. And remember which one you're grabbing because you'll grab the second one on the second side. And we'll just start into this gradually. So we'll be on this journey of bow pose. Draw the knees towards one another, ankles to hip width distance. So the inner thighs are toning towards one another. Shoulders release onto the back. And then gradually start to kick the feet, lift the thighs, roll the shoulders back, lift the heart, draw back through the sides of the neck, lift through the crown of the head. And then keep kicking, keep lifting, keep breathing. Slowly lower the thighs, lower the shoulders, lower the chin and chest, release the feet. Relax the arms, bring the big toes to touch, turn the right cheek to the mat, head heavy, arms heavy, neck soft, upper back broad. Return to the support of the earth. Once again, chin on the floor, bend the knees, flex or point the toes. So flex the feet, grab the outer ankles, point the toes, grab the outer feet. Grab the second ankle if you only had access to one on the first side. Roll the shoulders back, draw up through the crown of the head, begin to lift the thighs as you kick the feet. Lift the thighs, kick the feet, roll the shoulders, lift the chest. The pose is happening. The pose was always happening. (laughs) Keep breathing, keep exploring, keep pushing your boundaries. As you're ready, release the thighs down, chest down, shoulders forward, chin down, release the feet, left cheek to the mat, big toes touch, heels widen apart, head heavy, neck soft, arms heavy, upper back broad, trust the support of the earth, arrive in this moment.
chin to the floor, tuck your toes, plant your hands, send your hips back to your heels. Toes tucked under, arms reach forward, press your hands down and forward to round the low back towards the heels. You might shift your hips side to side. And then inch the fingers forward, let the forehead melt down, the forearms melt down. As you're ready, shift, press back to downward facing dog. Hands down and forward, hips up and back. Extending the heels downward, lifting the hips and kneecaps upward. And from here, lower the knees down. You might shift your uh, blank, your mat to an uninterrupted wall space. So we're going to uh, we've been doing this uh, the past few weeks, um, experimenting with forearm balance or Pinchamayarasana. So if uh, you have a wall space nearby, bring the short end of your mat to a wall space and make that the top of your mat. Bring a block to the top of your mat. And then you're going to frame the block with your hands. So um, in uh, you may be particularly... Uh, broad-shouldered, so it might look like this. If you are a broad-shouldered individual, you might bring a uh, mat or a block at its longest uh, length, butt it up against a block uh, with its shortest side. So you're just adding some uh, width to the blocks. Otherwise, just use a single block. Um, if you're in the um, middle to uh, small range of shoulder... <laughs> shoulder breadth, uh, and then bring your elbows below your shoulders, forearms on the floor, fingers spread, the space between the index finger and the thumb framing the bottom corners of the block. Okay, melt the heart towards the floor so that the shoulder blades are drawn together behind the heart, shoulders away from the ears, draw in and up with the lower front ribs so that the middle back lengthens. Gaze between the forearms at the mat and then lift the hips up by tucking the toes under. So you're in a forearm dog pose. Keep looking between the hands and then with very small steps start to walk the feet forward to lift the hips higher into the air. Just like with our, um, our headstand, we do not want the shoulders to collapse in front of the elbows. We want the shoulders directly over the elbows for support and alignment. So don't walk any further forward uh, if the shoulders are collapsing in front of the elbows. Gaze between the forearms, bring your right foot towards center and lift the left leg straight up and back for three-legged uh, dolphin pose or three-legged uh, forearm dog. And then we're going to keep lifting the leg, perhaps bend the right foot, right knee, and then make some hops. Hop a little, hop a lot, hop your heels all the way to the wall to come up into the forearm balance, Pinchamayarasana. So these are all, um, <laughs> so this first place to practice would be down dog. The second place to practice would be forearm dog. The third place to practice would be three-legged forearm dog. 
The fourth place to practice would be to practice your hops. And then once you have some strength with your hops, you're going to kick the heels to the wall, then heels away from the wall. So many places to be on this journey today. So if you have not already, hop with the left leg grounded, the right leg lifted. And when you're ready to come down, <laughs> do come down. My arms are tired. Uh, how about you? Come down into a child's pose with the knees together, arms forward. Let the pose land. Let the energy of uh, your efforts reverberate in this moment. The influence of the past culminating in this moment. The influence of this moment, or this moment influencing the trajectory of the next, of the future. Sweep the arms back. Heads of the arm bones forward, palms turn skyward. Back to the breath. Back again to the back body. Curl your way up into a rock pose as we did early on in the practice. Neutralize the spine in rock pose and consider uh, the idea of becoming the rock here. So this is, um, this is a shape that takes, it derives its name from an inanimate object. So there's this uh, earthiness, this um, this, I don't know what to call it, deconstruction of this shape. Push your way up into a kneeling position. I've been enjoying the uh, juxtaposition of cat and cow lately, and as well as camel and rabbit. So we're going to do our camel pose and then our rabbit pose. So this deep back bend followed by a deep forward fold. Lengthen down through the tailbone, lift through the front of the pelvis. Hands can be in the imaginary back pockets. Or another way uh, I enjoy practicing here is to turn the hands up. So the heels of the hands push down on the top, uh, the top of the buttocks and the fingertips point towards the ceiling, helping to lift and open the chest space. Look up as you, as you extend through the, up through the chin, expand the heart space, connect with breath, and then as you're ready, start to curl back, look back, into the unknown, Curl back, look back, hands can stay 
at the low back or fingertips can reach for the heels. If you found the heels, turn the fingers to the insides of the heels, thumbs to the outsides of the heels. Roll your inner elbows out, maybe release the head back, opening up the front of the body. Try to push the hips forward so that the hips remain over the knees, tailbone lengthening down as heart lifts up. The higher the heart, the taller the spine, the taller the spine, the more space you have to move back. As you're ready, hands to hips, chest forward, shoulders forward, head comes up last, knees together, sit the hips to the heels, palms to the thighs, return to the neutral rock pose. So as I like to remind, remind ourselves that um, yoga was developed, discovered, explored by people. People in the past and people in the present. We are all part of this exploration. So when you might read about the effects of a pose, that's somebody trying the pose and reflecting on the experience. Let's be a part of that. What is the effect of this practice, this pose, in your experience? Let's do that one more time. Knees apart, hip width distance apart, or even wider if you prefer. Toes point back, hands in the back pockets, or if you'd like to try the fingertips up towards the shoulders. Heels of the hands pushing the uh, flesh of the buttocks downward. Shoulders back, gaze up, chin up. Connect with the heart space. Connect with breath. When you're ready, begin to move into the unknown. Look back, curl back. Maybe fingertips come to the heels. Fingers in, thumbs out, inner elbows roll open. Heart lifts up. Maybe head releases back if that feels okay for the neck. As you're ready, come out. Hips forward, hands to hips, shoulders forward, head comes up, knees together, hips to the heels, neutralize. This moment, influenced by the past, influencing the future.
Arms to your sides, shoulders roll back, palms face forward, inhale, arms overhead. Exhale, hands to your heart center, arms down. Inhale. Exhale, hands down. Inhale, reach up. Cross the thumbs. Exhale, fold over the thighs. Head and hands touching down at roughly the same time. Hips stay towards the heels. Breathe here into the low back. Sweep the arms back. Grab the outer edges of the feet, wrapping the fingers to the insides of the heels. And then slowly tuck your chin towards your chest. Draw your forehead towards or to the knees. Push the shins, the feet down as you lift the hips up. Keep a good grip with the hands on the heels. Belly bend towards the spine. Opening up space between the vertebra along the back body. The shape pulling the arms taut, shoulders away from one another. Back to breath. Slowly lower the hips down, sweep the arms forward, press the hands down, walk your way back to rock. Okay, you might find a little padding to place underneath your hips in the form of uh, blankets, blocks, singular blankets, singular blocks, to come into a staff pose, another inanimate object, neutral spine pose. So instead of the legs tucked under, the, the uh, legs are extending forward. Roll the shoulders back. Quite a bit of uh, core engagement here, uh, in, my, in my experience, to keep the upper body lifted to keep the spine tall. From here, we're gonna bring the left shin parallel with the top of the mat and uh, stack the right shin on top. So uh, this is not a way we've been opening the hips previous to now. So you might benefit from some padding here, either between the knees or under the left knee. So depending on how you've been practicing recently or whether you've been practicing recently, what we've done in the class so far, the experience of the poses may be uh, different de uh, depending on those things. So uh, the, the poses exist in a context. <laughs> Every time you come to them, they're in a new context. So expect the unexpected. As we come into Agni Stambhasana, notice where and what you're feeling. You might take the hands onto the feet, push the feet into the hands, push the hands into the feet, create this broadening of the hips, broadening of the low back. Perhaps coming back upright with that engagement of the legs. And then deciding whether this is good, this is interesting, this is where I want to be. 
This is where I'm finding um, the pose um, interesting and expansive today. Or you might start to walk the hands forward. And I was uh, starting to compare these forward folds like, um, like scuba diving. Not that it's anything I've ever done before because it's, uh, personally I find scuba diving quite terrifying. But uh, <laughs> the idea of reaching depth gradually so that, um, so that you don't hurt yourself. <laughs> so uh, with each movement forward, each um, curling inward, we are listening, we are, uh, are being careful not to overextend, to strain. So this might be something you reach, uh, you reach the depth of expression uh, gradually with breath and attention. Walk the hands back up. Come back upright if you fold it forward. Left heel to the right hip. Uh, right foot to the outside of the left knee. Place the right foot on the floor. We're going to come to half Lord of Fishes, Ardha Matsyandrasana. Right hand behind, left arm reaches, lengthen the left side body, and either wrap the left arm around the front of the right knee or hook the left elbow to the outside of the right thigh. Shoulders back, collarbones broad, once again twist. You might feel this in any number of places. So the uh, pose is a twist, maybe targeting the sensation of a twist, but it also uh, can be experienced in the right outer hip. So again, depending on the context of the pose, you're going to experience the shape differently. Let's come back through center, take a counter twist, and then we'll do that Agni Stambhasana fire logs pose on the second side. Right shin parallel to the top of the mat, keep the right foot flexed, stack the left ankle on top, Push the feet into the hands, hands into the feet. Create that sense of awareness and tone in the legs as the pelvis broadens, the um, sits bones widen apart. Keep that sense as you lift back to upright and either choose to stay upright or choose to dive forward. Breathing with each movement forward. So be on the journey of each, um, each posture, each practice, each breath.
Come on back up as you're ready. Um, right heel towards the left hip. Right knee points forward. Left foot to the outside of the right thigh. Left hand behind, right arm reaches. And as you revolve the chest towards the left, either hook the elbow around the front of the left shin or to the outside of the thigh. Open the chest. Again, head over heart, heart over the center of the pelvis. So keep that central channel uh, grounding earthward, extending skyward, and then revolving around that center line. Look back. back through center counter twist and we'll come down to lying on our backs. You might take this moment to lower the lights a little bit <laughs> and uh, take the arms out to a T. Start those windshield wiper legs. Exhale, knees fall to one side. Inhale, bringing them through center. Exhale as they shift to the opposite side, keeping the arms open, the fingers unfurled, the head heavy, the belly soft. Back with the knees to center, draw the knees up. Uh, up, lift the feet off the floor, and then just cup the knees with the hands. Push the knees into the hands and rock the knees and uh, low back from side to side. Draw the knees in and up towards the armpits, hug them in, and then grab the outer edges of the feet. Lift the heels, feet open to the sky, shins perpendicular to the earth. Into happy baby, side to side. Draw one knee down and then the other. Feet together. Interlace the fingers around the outer edges of the feet. Widen the knees out to either side of the room. Lengthen down through the tailbone. Push the feet into the hands. Let the heads, the arm bones lift off of the earth. Lengthening the back body. And now, before Savasana, let's show ourselves some love. Knees together. Wrap your arms around the fronts of your legs. Give yourself a big hug. Chin to chest, forehead towards the knees. Squeeze the legs, tilt the tailbone towards the heels. Less of your back body on the floor as you squeeze in. And then expand out. Find your way into a comfortable, supported position to uh, experience your savasana. So as I've been saying uh, lately, and I'll say it again, uh, create a um, space that feels um, 
supportive and comfortable where you have, um, perhaps you have some comfort items, a sweater, a pair of socks, an eye pillow, maybe some support behind the head, perhaps you take legs up the wall. adjustments to create length through the legs, length through the low back before releasing the feet out to either side of the room, setting down the weight of the legs, setting down the weight of the pelvis. to tuck the shoulder blades gently underneath the chest to emphasize the openness, the luminosity of the heart space before releasing the shoulders, the arms, unfurling the fingers, exposing the palms. might like to tilt the chin towards the chest to emphasize length along the back of the neck and extension through the crown of the head before releasing the weight of the skull, the weight of the brain. As we begin class, you may choose to do that sensory sweep. Awareness of sound, of smell. The warmth or coolness of the air. presence or absence of objects around you. The sensations of the body.
perceptions, thoughts. I consider this an inadequate pose as well, a neutrality. Reflection on doing and practice on being. begin to reanimate the body. 
perhaps starting with movement of fingers and movement of toes, wiggling of the ears, and gradually start to reawaken the limbs, the neck. As you're ready, bend the knees. Left arm along the left ear, roll to the left side. Support yourself in this transition from our corpse pose into a fetal position. The transition. A rebirth, a back again. Push your way up to a seated position with the eyes closed. Root and rise. Bring your hands onto your heart. Breathe and notice breath. We'll close today's practice with a single sound of OM. Exhale. And inhale for OM. The light in me recognizes and bows to the light in each of you. Namaste.